Welcome to Trash Food for Garbage People, a podcast where we garbage with people and then trash some food with our mouths by eating it. How are you feeling, Ben? I'm sick. <laughs> How are you? I'm tired. Oh, we are. Uh, we are sick and tired. We are. We are your garbage people. And so can you. Hooray! Yeah, I'm Ben. I'm Tyson. And together we are Ben and Tyson. Correct. And we don't have a guest today. We don't have a guest. Yeah, it's true. So, Ben, uh, this is our first episode recorded in the field. Ah, sure. Does this count as in the field? Yeah. It's your house. Yes. Instead of my house. Yeah. My house is more kind of like in the field. It's where the action happens, you know? It's true. I have a yard and you don't. Well, I have a backyard. Do you? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know. I honestly had no idea. (laughs) I've been back there twice. (laughs) Uh, Both times were to do yard work last summer when I got really bored. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So we're in the field. Yes. We're We're out in the field, gentle readers, and there was... So here's what happened, you guys. Okay, here's what happened. Apparently... There's some sort of a merger between like Safeway and Albertsons or something. And therefore, stores are moving around and like closing down and consolidating market share in the Pacific Northwest. And so. A Safeway near us was going out of business. Mm-hmm. And I found this and I was very excited. And so I texted Tyson and I was like, hey. There's a Safeway that's closing. And he was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Immediately realizing the, the gravity of the situation. Exactly. And so we mm-hmm. decided to wait several days before going there. Yes. Which we did. And then it was closed. And then it was already all gone. It turns out we totally missed the train on that one. Whoopsies. However, that Safeway was relatively near to a <coughs> grocery outlet. So we decided, hey, we're already hanging out. We already set up the recording equipment. And so, like, let's go to Grocery Outlet and get it done. However, next to that Grocery Outlet was a dollar store. Yes. Yes. And we hadn't done a dollar store episode yet. No. So we did. Yeah. Or, well, we we prepared we to. We are. We right haven't now. done one yet. Yes. Still. Yeah. We are doing one right now. This yep. is what you're listening to. It's That's a dollar fine. store episode. Exactly. So you might welcome. hear my cat in the background as well. To the dollar store episode. Yes. Here's the dollar store episode. Here we go. Here's, come How here, many more times can we say dollar store episode in the next 30 seconds? Cat, get this on This is mic. the dollar store episode. Yes. Dollar store episode. And we're Woo. both a little out of it. I've done some uh, long distance traveling this yeah, week. Yeah, you've been traveling. Ben's been sick. And did you finish up finals last week? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just finished finals so on do it. Friday. To make this podcast more interesting, we're going to start off with With our first item. Food. Which is very exciting. We almost got Hershey's milkshakes, but... Which would have been very interesting. Which would have been interesting, no doubt. But we decided that would be the runner-up if we couldn't find dollar store-specific energy drinks. Which we did. But we did. We found them. (laughs) This is Rip It! Rip It! Rip it, energy fuel, sugar-free, citrus X, zero calories, zero carbs, energy drink. What? How is it zero calories? That's most zero carb drinks are also zero calories. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Because there's nothing in them. Wow. How they get uh, this much matter without any caloric content is still a mystery, but a lot of drinks do it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if we need to read the ingredients on this one because it's it's just a laundry list of sesquipedalians. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna give it a go. Okay, I'm go see what for I can it. get out of this. Okay, number one is carbonated water. So it's a good start. It's good for you. 
Taurine is the second ingredient. Because it's wow. in here. Yeah. Citric acid, sodium citrate, ascorbic acid, intisol, sodium benzoate, caffeine, just caffeine, <laughs> sucralose, potassium sorbate, acyl sulfame, potassium, maltodextrin, food starch modified. Food starch modified. Huh. It's just its own. Okay. Why, why didn't you just write modified food starch? Yeah. That's how English works. Mm. Calcium disodium EDTA glycitrobiotate. Wow. Mm. Sucrose acetate isobutyrate. Natural and artificial flavors. Potassium citrate. Yellow five. Guarana seed extract. Yellow six. Pyroxidone hydrochloride. Hydrochloride. Yep. Salt. Salt. <laughs> In between uh, pyridoxine hydrochloride and cyanocobalamin, cyanocobalamin uh-huh. is salt. Yeah. Huh. Man, there's some stuff in here that I just, I usually feel pretty confident reading Yeah. Uh, words. And there's some stuff in here I just cannot get around. Like yeah, glycerybolabiate. This is wow. This is a real chemistry experiment. Also, yeah. there's a little tiny box here that says in each serving, and there's two servings per can. <laughs> taurine, one thousand milligrams. Inositol, which I suppose is another energy thing, a hundred milligrams. Caffeine from all sources, eighty milligrams. Guarana seed extract, three milligrams. So double that. Right. That's what we're about to have. Two thousand milligrams of taurine, because it is the second ingredient. <laughs> wow. I think this is gonna wake us up. Oh, and Ben, do you want to tell the readers what happened to yours? Oh uh, yeah, I dropped it. So. So that might be a an exciting opening experience. Well, let's rip it, man. Rip it. Ooh. Uh, it's definitely this. the color of unhealthy pee. Oh, no. Yeah, I've peed that color. Do you have? Because that's like... Yeah, it was very worrisome. Yeah. That's like all I've that's been like, drinking is whiskey. And when you start to worry coffee. about kidney failure, this, yeah. is, this is the color of pee that you get. It looks like tang. Okay, yeah, that's maybe a better way to talk about it than urine. I don't know why I went straight for urine. Well, it's because when you're looking into the can, it was a little darker. But yeah, once it's been poured, like wow, this is like it smells like tang too, actually. Does it? Wow, yeah, it does. Or like Sunny D. Yeah, which is the same thing. Pretty much. No, let's try. It. Chores. Chores. Chewing sounds. Oh. That's a chalky drink. Yeah, it's pretty chalky. It I, tastes like the citrusy flavors of that, like, Cascade Ice. Oh, oh, yeah. Like the, the uncolored, just, like, plastic bottles of fizzy water. It's got Cascade Ice flavors with, like, some weird chemical undertones going on. It tastes <clears> like <throat> something that is made and sold in a multi-level marketing scheme. This tastes to me like a pretty well done dissolve it into your drink to mm -hmm. make it fizzy and also it has some sort of medicine in it. Mm -hmm. It's like the, the fizzy dissolve cold medicines or like, yeah. Someone with a soda stream was tired of their emergency being all flat. Yeah. So they bowled it up. Although it doesn't emergency usually they dissolve it's, in the little tablet so it's a little fizzy. So. You're thinking of Airborne. I'm thinking of Airborne. Yeah, this tastes a lot like Airborne. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess it feels like Airborne in that it coats your tongue in like this weird chalky paste. Yeah. And if and if you stop drinking it for a little while, your mouth starts to feel stale. Yeah. This yeah. is weird. You drink it. The flavor's fine. Yeah. It's just all about weird texture and aftertaste stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how this impacts us because that'll be the true test. Yeah. Should we wait to rate this until the end of the episode? Let's 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 do a before and after. Okay. 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 Right. So, before 
is now. <laughs> so on one end, you've got, I guess, just orange soda, huh? Was that the low end is or that... the high end? Because <laughs> <laughs> orange soda is delicious. <laughs> I was thinking the high end, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what this is trying to be. It's trying to taste like orange soda. Okay. And on the other end, you have those little energy drink chalk packets that you just pour directly into your mouth. Okay. This is a a pretty shallow scale. Really? Yeah, I mean, oftentimes we set our scale to, like, gold-plated steaks to, like, being charged in the face by a live bull. Like, this is... Comparatively, those things uh-huh. are both beverages uh-huh. that you can buy yeah. and that people consume on a regular basis. So this is like a pretty one of our shallower scales. Yeah, but yeah, I can't I can't think of a broader one. Yeah, it's just a hard scale to set. Yeah, because what's what is the bottom end of this? <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's like it's just not a way to. It's just no. The categories of this are it's like a very just flat narrow. scale. And like yeah. yeah, which is fine. Yeah, it's fine. I think it's equidistant. It's right in the middle. Yeah. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. It's not an overall unpleasant experience, but it's uh-huh. not good. Uh-uh. And the more I drink this, the more I'm like, this is a bad idea. Yeah. Also, I have a chunk. There's a chunk? Yep. Okay. You're going to lose some points <laughs> yeah. for having a chunk. <laughs> yep. Oh, no. dear. It's oh, like, dear. Yeah. It's exactly like an undissolved little bit. Oh, from, dear. I'm certain that this is a powder that got mixed into water. That would make sense with the ingredients, carbonated water. And then everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So that's probably just a chunk of pure guarana seed. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And if you look at the... Oh, yeah. It's got a... I I took a sip and it left like a film of like a particulate film on the edge of the glass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of points. Yeah. We're discovering more and more about this drink as we go along. So a lot of support for that being powder in water. So not great. Yeah. If you see rip it, skip it. <laughs> hey. Oh, I'm so excited for this one. Oh, this is, this this is, is a double. A weird thing. We're gonna double up a little bit because at the dollar store, there's a lot of food that they have there and uh many options for chips. Yeah. Like they have the food stuff sort of in its own little corner, and it's it's all pretty reduced. You know, like, there's not a drink aisle. There's, like... A drink's corner. Yeah. A corner, a quarter of an aisle dedicated to that. There is, however, an entire aisle dedicated to chips. Yep. Full aisle of dollar store chips. The food aisle is Mostly pretty chips. much a chip aisle. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And there, we discovered this odd little artifact of capitalism which is the arizona like the iced tea like brand. the arizona iced tea yeah Combo same logo tray. and everything nachos mm, cheese dip yeah i like how that the n for and has an apostrophe on both sides it's true <laughs> the n is nachos by some apostrophe and apostrophe cheese dip uh-huh uh uh, it's like a it's like a peel back top. It's like it wants to yeah. be a lunchable, except it's just some really cheap tortilla chips and some like really cheap queso dip. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, you want to do the ingredients on this? And for one? how big the tray is, it's, it seems like weirdly light. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty like sure it's not going to be very full. All right. So the chip ingredients are pretty straightforward. Ground corn treated with lime, water, vegetable oil, contains one or more of the following, cottonseed oil, corn oil, palm oil, and salt. That's pretty... Yeah, that's what pretty good. I was making... That's, that's chips. Chips at home. That's pretty much what I'd put in it, mm-hmm. which is nice. Good job. Thanks, Cheese Arizona. ingredients. Easily five times as long oh. of a list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Water, whey, modified food starch, vegetable oil, contains one or more of the following vegetable oils, partially hydrogenated soybean oil, soybean oil, canola oil. Tomato, maltodextrin, cheddar cheese, that's pretty far down the list for Mm. the cheese dip. Ingredients of cheese being milk, cheese culture, salt, enzymes. Contains less than 2% of the following. This is halfway down the list. (laughs) Half of the stuff is the 2% or less. Salt, jalapeno, rice flour, 
Glucono del lactone. Sugar, cornstarch, nonfat dry milk, disodium phosphate, peppers, uh, cassein, 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 C-A-S-E-I-N. Isn't cassein a character from a Star Wars novel? Yeah. Yeah. Rogue One. Yeah, that's right. Cassian Andor. Right. I'm a huge nerd. Artificial (laughs) color. Anato extract, turmeric extract, yellow number five, yellow number six. Lactic acid, sodium benzoate, yeast extract, calcium phosphate, sodium sterile, sterile, sterile. Sterile sodium. Sodium sterile lactylate. Natural flavor, contains milk, mono and diglycerides, acetic acid. Goodness sakes. Yeah. That's a lot. You know the reason I remember Cassie Nandor's name? Why? I was like, I'm not that big of a nerd. I only remember Cassie Nandor's name because I listened to a podcast that's replaying it as a, a role-playing game. Gosh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, everybody go listen to the film re-roll. It's good. But <laughs> they're taking their time with Rogue One. That's like four episodes long. It's really long. Uh, yeah. mate. I mean, I could see that would be a really fun one to role play. Yeah. Yeah. They're like stuck under Jetta City right now. Speaking of role playing, mm-hmm. we're going to have a little little tangent here. <laughs> but tangent us. Speaking of role playing, and it's like overlap with other forms of media, I listened to the Imaginary Worlds episodes about mm. uh, the Expanse TV show oh, and yeah. book series. And if I remember correctly, the idea for this the books came out of a role-playing game hmm. that people had made, which watching the show makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> like there, there are sequences in the show in the first season in particular that play out exactly like encounters, mm-hmm. like for a role-playing game. Like there's, there's a, a, a crew that gets thrown together with for arbitrary reasons that really <laughs> shouldn't belong. They sort of uh, survive uh, doom and destruction. Several like different occasions. Several different, where like hundreds of other people die and they're the only ones that make it through. And it also does uh, death, very similar to role-playing games where like there will be someone who's like a part of the crew and then it's just like, boom, they're dead. And then... Yep. A few episodes later, it's like another character will sort of like show up and kind of take on their role a little bit for mm-hmm. a little while. It's like, yeah, someone re-rolled their character and now they're they're playing this <laughs> game. It's like it's yeah, it's a great show. Everyone should watch it. Good. Yeah, read the books, watch the show. Yeah. And All right. Play role-playing games. Yes. Um, are we gonna microwave the nacho cheese dip or? We probably should. You're supposed to microwave the whole thing. What? Why yeah. did you microwave chips? You microwave the chips because it makes them really gross. Peel off cover, place in the microwave approximately 30 seconds. All right. Let's peel. Let's say, all right. Oh, oh that is ugly cheese. Oh, my goodness. Oh. oh, look at that. That is the gelatinist. Oh, my goodness. So the, the cheese is in its own separate little container. Within the larger, it's like a it's like a lunch tray with different compartments, and the cheese is just there. It's it's there, man. Uh, like a bowl full of jelly. Yep, it's it's weird. That's microwave this shit. All right, gentle readers. Oh no. Whew. Okay. It's uglier. It got uglier. Have you ever been to a been to a restaurant and got a creme brulee at the yeah. end of the day? And how it, you you torch the creme brulee so that it has the, the crust. Oh, the, yeah, the crust. And then it, the corners around the edge of the carafe tend to get a little charred, mm-hmm. right? And that's part of the appeal. It's less appealing on nacho cheese. No. Yeah. Yeah. You nailed that one right on the head. Mm-hmm. That's the thing people say. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it was originally standing up with like a gap. 
mm-hmm. in the cheese. Yeah. Under its own like structural power. Yeah. In like its it own shape, been... sort of like squashed into a corner of the yeah. and heating it up, it melted down and then peeled away from the sides. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. It's real gross. It's real gross looking. And the chips are ugly. Yeah. These are some of the cheapest looking tortilla chips I've ever seen. They're slightly smaller. They're really small. Than like... uh, Like maybe an inch and a half across. Yeah. Like a... They're slightly smaller than a silver... Basil's in a bag. Basil's in a bag. It's very cute. He loves bags. Yeah. Let's try eating it. All right. Oh, it moves like frosting. Chewing sounds... All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very salty. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm just going to adjust the cheese here. Okay. On the finger to get a sense of that. It's incredibly salty. It's pretty salty. Yeah. I wasn't sure if that was just the chip, but no, this is, um, whoo. I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> it's chips not, and cheese. This yeah. Is like a, yeah. This is a staple for me. It's just that the cheese sauce is so... It's very salty. Yeah. And the chips are salted. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had better queso. I've mm-hmm. had better chips. Mm-hmm. These aren't bad, though. That's no. fine. No. I am getting a little bit of salt shock in the back of my throat, though. Yeah. It's like the only real flavor profile I'm getting is the saltiness. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a second in there where you can taste the cheese. But immediately before that and immediately after that is just salt tsunami, you know? But it's also pretty sweet. So it's like a sweet salty, Mm -hmm. whereas before previous salt shock type experiences have been just like it starts in your whole mouth and then goes over your whole head. This is more like it's like it dives directly to the back of your throat and then it sort of slowly spreads from there. Does that make sense? Yeah, my first couple bites, I wasn't with you on the salt. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's salty, I guess. And the more I eat, the more like I'm with you on like how salty this is. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's very salty. I just ate a piece of the pepper. How was it? Green fleck. Definitely green. You can taste the green. I can taste the green. <laughs> no, I mm. can't taste a damn thing. It's like it's not even there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the texture is creamy. Mm-hmm. The chips did remain crunchy. In yes. the microwave somehow. Yep. I'm not sure how. I assume food science witches, but... Yeah. This is some real food science witchery. Should we rate this before we move on, or should we do it all? Oh, I was going to do it all, all together. Okay. We have a supplement to our Arizona iced tea nacho pack, which is a homestyle select brand guacamole style dip with the word style in a different typeface italicized Uh, yeah yeah. so this is not guacamole it is guacamole style dip let me uh learn you the ingredients please do water tomato puree vegetable oil not an avocado no not yet oh i should read the ingredients of tomato puree water tomato paste so (laughs) ingredients are water water (laughs) and tomato paste vegetable oil which uh, the ingredients for vegetable oil are canola oil and or soybean oil and or sunflower oil, modified food starch, maltodextrin, whey protein concentrate, dried onions, salt, sugar, lemon juice concentrate, dyed red bell peppers, glucino delta lactone, natural and artificial flavors. Ha! Dried avocado. <laughs> dried avocado comes after natural and artificial flavors. And maltodextrin and salt. Uh-huh. And lemon juice concentrate. He Dried garlic, yeast extract, xanthan gum. Xanthan gum. Sodium, acid, pyrophosphate, spices, dried jalapeno peppers, datum, mono and diglyceride, citric acid, phosphoric acid, lactic acid, yellow five, blue one. Wow. So it's like... A tomato dip yeah. that has, like, it lived next to an avocado in its early childhood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, hey, I can call myself an avocado. Some of my yeah, best friends are avocados. Some of my best friends are avocados. I grew up with avocados. Um, I'm not an avocado. You're an avocado. Let's see if the cat comes running when I open this up. We, we, 
uh, got our cat from the from the shelter, and it, he was already pretty old, so we've never fed him from cans and stuff. But whenever I open a can of this style, he usually comes running over because he's really excited because he thinks he's gonna get wet food or something. But oh, it is green. Yeah. Somehow a tomato and water-based thing is green, which is distressing. Well, that would be the yellow five and the blue one. Oh yeah. Me thinks. Honestly, uh, at that point, I'd zoned out. <laughs> yeah, you having, and the listeners both. <laughs> having trouble focusing today. <laughs> yeah, how's the old snifferoonie? It smells um fine. Yeah, it doesn't really smell like guacamole. No. It's got sort of like a, if I had smelled something like that, and someone was like, oh, that's guacamole, I, I would believe them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that would be my first guess as to what it is, but like, yeah, it's in the neighborhood. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. And it and it looks like guacamole, like it's a it's that horrendous it's, green color. It's weirdly light. This is yeah. like a, a pale green. Yeah, it's like, like it's like the color stuff. of every kitchen that was built in nineteen seventy one. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is the color avocado and not the actual food avocado. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Shall let's we? let's try eating it, yeah. Chewing sounds. Huh. Yeah. It at no point tastes like guacamole to me. No. I mean, I can I can taste the tomato paste in there yeah, for sure. You can definitely taste. It varies in between bean dip and like French onion dip. Yeah. That's the vibes I'm getting. Uh huh. Except it's weirdly green. Yeah. For those flavors. Yeah, it's a little disconcerting, frankly. I'd say the biggest liability for this food item uh-huh. is that it calls itself guacamole. Yeah. I mean, well, if, fine. It, if it was like used as a spread on a sandwich or something, I could see that. That would make yeah. sense to me. It huh. doesn't have a ton of flavor, and almost none of that flavor is related to guacamole in any way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it tastes a lot like a bean dip. And you queso guac combo. Oh. Balances out the salt a little bit. Yeah. It's got like the consistency of like a mayonnaise or something. Yeah. Huh. Well, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, um, how are we going to rate this um, little nacho thing that <laughs> we have here? Okay. So, mm-hmm. you know how in Deadpool, they say he looks like an avocado that fucks an older avocado? Mm-hmm. So I'd say the low end of our guacamole scale here is a dip made from Deadpool's face. Ah, yes. And we're not talking about Ryan Reynolds's face. Yeah, we're talking about Deadpool's face. Right. Yeah. Because I would lick that shit up. Who wouldn't, really? For real. He's on the list. He is? All right, so Deadpool-faced dip. To guacamole made. By someone who knows how to make guacamole good. Mm. Really well, feeling I, inspired here. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking this might be the low end of the scale because on the top of the scale, I would say you've got like, like you go to a Mexican restaurant, or maybe even better, like a place that's like nice Mexican restaurant, but also a bar. Okay. And you get their happy hour nachos, mm. and they come out with the beans and with the meat and with Olives all of the fresh the onions yeah yeah cilantro guy-o. right on there yeah yeah and cheese obs big old blob of guacamole on top yeah Boom. sour cream nachos mm. oh oh yeah and at the top of the scale as well they make their own chips right right so chips made in-house this place farm to table they know what they're doing right yeah and on the other end of the scale I would say ridiculously over salty chips that are an odd shape and size. I'm picturing the the nachos that Kip makes in Napoleon Dynamite. Mm. So like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the the mission chips that have been sitting on the shelf for like two years too long. Yeah. Now they're like crazy stale. Mm-hmm. And then just like the cheapest huge can of fake disgusting cheese. Mm-hmm. And some well, this dip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dip is the bottom. This for dip is as far away from guacamole as you can possibly get, and still and like still arguably call, call yourself guacamole inspired dip. Yeah, yep. 
Yeah, I mean, this is the bottom of the scale, man. Like, yeah, this is. Equivalent. I just described something right next door to this. Uh huh. This is as bad this as it is gets. Just what that is. I mean, I'm still gonna eat all of it because it's still it's, nachos. Uh, yeah, I love nachos, nachos, right? <laughs> I'm a trash it's boy still, who loves nachos, food. but it's still food. You make a valid point. You can't get lower. There are mm-hmm. many options, but they're all equally bad. Agreed. So, I guess that's that. I guess that's that. This episode of Trash Food for Garbage People is brought to you by Chuck's Home Haberdashers. Are your hats all broke? How'd you get your hats broke? What's that about? You sit on it? You goof? Don't have the time to visit a haberdashery? Or you just broke? Or perhaps have severe social anxiety and are a total shut-in and refuse to leave your home for fear that they will get you? Well, Chuck has a solution. With Chuck's home haberdashery kit, you can fix your broken hats. Just fix them right up. It's all, all better now. <laughs> hey. Chuck's home haberdashery. Yell out the window for him. We'll throw it at you. <laughs> this episode of Trash Food for Garbage People is brought to you by Existential Dread. You know that feeling? That feeling you get down in your gut when you worry that everything's meaningless, that your life is just a pointless blip in the darkest, dimmest corner of an uncaring universe. That feeling that no matter what you do, forces greater than you will always have more power and lead the world in a direction that you cannot control and may not agree with. That feeling that deep down inside, no matter what happens, it's all meaningless. Well, good news. You totally nailed it. Existential Dread, accurately portraying the universe since humans. Mm. And we're back. Yes. Up next, we have just an inscrutable item. Yep. This falls... Into a category we've hit a lot of pockets of things. Yep. Thing pockets. Yeah. And today's pocket is Snaps brand. Oh, snacks and appetizers. Snaps. Snacks and appetizers. I get it. That's why it's spelled with two P's. Uh. <laughs> not sure if I'm going to sneeze or not. <laughs> All right, let's take it from the top. Snaps brand snacks and appetizers, finely chopped mushrooms and mozzarella cheese in a golden brown shell. And that is the description of mushroom and cheese bites. I'm just going to do that one properly. (sighs) Made with Wisconsin cheese, good source of calcium. Serving suggestion, keep frozen. (coughs) Are you sure? So is that that serving suggestion, don't eat this? (laughs) I think so. Don't warm it up. Serving suggestion. Just take a hard pass on this one. <laughs> Let the freezer burn time. And trust us, it was a mistake. Aw, <laughs> oh, snaps. <laughs> great taste, great price. God. Snaps are a delicious anytime snack that satisfies the whole family's snack cravings. Snaps are made with quality ingredients and the perfect combination of flavors. An easy after-school snack, a game-day favorite, snaps the perfect anytime snack. And there's three ways to prepare these. You've got conventional oven, toaster oven, or deep fry. Which I don't know if that's a an after-school snack type of deal. <laughs> I guess toaster oven isn't isn't super difficult. It's like 15 minutes in the toaster oven, which is kind of long for toasting things. kind of long. But whatever. It's fine. It wasn't that arduous. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, I would totally uh, fire up the deep fryer every day after school and have a snack. Yeah. Yeah. Deep fry live mice and just eat them mm-hmm. whole yep i'm a nosferatu <laughs> just in case we hadn't explained that that's why i'm but a classy one like deep fry the deep fry yeah there's so much better deep fried mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's that sweet spot where they're like nice and crispy but still just a little bit still alive a little bit alive yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's a good all right ingredients stuff. water bleached wheat flour mushrooms okay Get into the mushrooms hey, early. That's nice. That's good. Water, flour, mushrooms. Cool. Soybean oil, low moisture, part skim, mozzarella cheese. Okay. 
Uh, and then there's the ingredients for cheese, which is what you'd expect. Mm. Yellow corn flour, enriched wheat flour, uh, various flours, flour, flour. Bechamel sauce mix. Huh. Mm. Oh, that's a really long list. The ingredients for Bechamel sauce mix is milk, modified food starch, salt, wheat flour, contains less than 2% of an natural flavor, spice, yeast extract, soybean oil, silicon dioxide, guar gum, and then contains less than 2% of, of the actual thing and uh, not for the, uh-huh. the sauce. Uh, anatto extract, caramel color, dextrose egg, food starch modified, guar gum, Leavening, a natural flavor, non-fat milk, paprika, salt, sodium, aginate, sodium, tripolyphosphate. Mm. Ooh, that's a big one. Soy flour, spices, sugar, whey, yeast. Contains egg, milk, soy, and wheat. Partially produced with genetic engineering. Oh. I'd say that's a first. Yeah. I haven't seen that on any food ever. Well, that's interesting. Genetically modified mushroom bites. Um, not gonna lie, that ingredients list was mostly legible. Yeah, like, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I did really enjoy sodium acid pyrophosphate and sodium bicarbonate, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. methyl cellulose, mm. and tripolyphosphate. That's a good one. Tripolyphosphate is just rolls right off the tongue. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like if you have if you have a friend whose name is Phosphate, and they're calling you to ask for a ride, but you can't give them a ride. Oh, yeah. And you have another friend, a mutual friend named Polly. Hmm. And he'll be like, yeah, sorry, man, just try polyphosphate. That's good. I like it. <laughs> I think the build-up to that was well worth the payoff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sure it was. Just keep telling yourself that. I keep reminding myself, these are a dollar. These are yeah, a dollar. this was a dollar. So... There's seven of these little misshapen nuggets. How do they make these? Is it like they make a pouch that they, or they make like a ball of the stuff and then they like dip it in the coating? I don't have the faintest idea. Because they're all, they're vastly different shapes. With like meat chunks or whatever, it makes sense. There's something hard. Take meat, dip it in something. Yeah. Or with pizza pockets, you can tell it's like two pieces of... Right, that have been folded Two pieces together, of yeah. uh, dough mm-hmm. <laughs> that have been made into a pocket and filled. Right. This is just like coated mush. Yeah. And it's like, which came first, the, the coating or the, the mush? The coating or the mush, yeah. Huh. I think big one. If, we, if, we, if we do this podcast for much longer, I'm going to start to develop a like, Pavlovian disgust response to chicken nuggets because so many things that we eat just look look like chicken nuggets maybe i should have that response anyway but yeah chicken nuggets aren't <laughs> super you high don't quality. know ben. you don't know i'm gonna eat this now yep let's do it chewing sounds it's not bad yeah yeah it's not outside's nice and crispy mm-hmm the inside uh, it tastes like nothing. It tastes like it tastes like mushroom. Yeah, it tastes okay. like mushroom and cheese. Yep. Huh? Yeah, that's not bad for a dollar. Mm-hmm. So we actually passed over dollar store freezer clam strips mm-hmm. for these because they looked grosser. And now I'm starting to wonder if uh, that was the right choice because these aren't that bad. No, they're really not. It's surprising Could, because based off of the packaging. The image harkens back to the uh, Velveeta Cheesy Bites. Yeah. You know, with the whole, like, eldritch horror of, like, the sliced open I mean, one that you can see the if you insides make gushing out. a filling out of sliced mushrooms and yep. mozzarella cheese, it's not going to be pretty. It's true. It doesn't matter how good it is or how bad it is. It's always going to look... It looks bad. ...like mushy nastiness. Mm-hmm. So, so I can see yeah. why this was as good as they could make it look. Right. Because there's no way it looks good. Yeah. But it tastes all That's right. just the nature of the food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it tastes fine. Mm. Gentle readers, while we were in the freezer section at the dollar store. Dollar stores have freezer sections, by the way, if you were wondering. Dollar Tree does, at least. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, 
we found two open boxes of an antibiotic ointment, meaning someone had taken two boxes of antibiotic ointment in the dollar store to the back of the store by the freezer section, opened them, and then just threw the boxes in the freezer. They weren't like hidden in the freezer. They were no, just like just there in the front. Uh huh. Just hanging out. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to conceal it, okay, open it and put it behind some shit in the freezer. Mm-hmm. That'll stay mm-hmm. hidden for a while. Mm-hmm. But if you're not trying to conceal it, which obviously they weren't, why not mm-hmm. just drop it on the floor? Mm-hmm. Why open the door to a freezer? Exactly. Possibly because you're not thinking right, because you very much need antibiotic ointment. Yep. But don't have a dollar. Or don't so. want to spend a dollar. Whoever's out there, shoplifting, dollar store, antibiotic ointment. Mm-hmm. Feel better, champ. Yeah. I realize now that that's probably what they were doing, is shoplifting. At the time that I found it, I had assumed that they were in such dire need of, what are you doing? Gentle readers, something horrible has happened. Ben has taken these mushroom bites. Mushroom bites, and I dipped it in the guacamole-style dip. Uh-huh. It was pretty good. Uh-huh. Uh, that was a distraction. Anyway... I had assumed that <laughs> that the antibiotic ointment back in the freezer section was because someone had applied it. They were in such need of the antibiotic ointment that they just rubbed it on themselves right there, right yeah. next to the mushroom bites. I'm not saying that's not strips. a possibility, but the fact that there wasn't like a half-empty tube back there makes me think it might have just been shoplifted. That's likely. That's likely. Dip it. Dip it. I'm doing that thing you did. Do it. That kind of works. Yeah, it kind of works. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. All right. So, obviously, we cut the last one in half and both dip it in the cheese, right? Oh, duh. Yeah. Obviously. Go ahead. You're less sick than me. Uh, That's ugly. This is some yeah. ugly food. Yep. That's the problem with this food. It's not the taste. It's the it's the look of it. Yeah. It's about to be the, the taste, though, I because mean, I'm eating this salty craziness. It resembles the Velveeta Cheesy Bites significantly more now. <laughs> Again, not that bad. Mm. I prefer the, the guacamole style dip. Yeah. Over the cheese dip. But, um, yeah. Okay. Scale. Scale, scale, scale. Um, so the high end of this scale would be like, when I was working in catering, we would often do hors d'oeuvres that were mushroom caps that were stuffed with various oh. things. Mm-hmm. So high end of the scale would be a mozzarella stuffed mushroom cap with like some breadcrumbs on top. Okay. Um, high end there. Low end, Velveeta cheesy bite. Mm, okay. That that like rolled around in the dirt a little bit. Yeah. So it definitely has a fungus of some kind. Uh, a Velveeta cheesy bite left in the yard mm-hmm. and a mushroom has grown out of it. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And not the fun kind either. Hey. Hey. An unfun guy. Mm-hmm. You know what the great thing about mushrooms is? Hmm. There's so many different kinds out there. And there's a bunch of different kinds of mushrooms that I've heard that if you eat it, it'll keep you satisfied for the rest of your life. Because you'll die? Well, yeah. Yep. Yep. There's a bunch. Yep. Yep. It'll just just dead you. Uh-huh. Just make, make you not alive <laughs> anymore. That was a little bit of my soul escaping from my body. <laughs> That's the rip it. I'm in rough shape, but it's not because of the food. The food has been eh, all right. Yeah, yeah. It's been all right. Yeah, it's been okay. All right. So we've got our scale. On that scale. Right. Um, I'd say it's like, it's over halfway. Yeah. It's over like halfway. a solid like 65, 70% even. Mm-hmm. This is not something that I would ever serve to anyone. Right. It's something I would keep in my freezer and eat when I knew no one else except for the cat would be around to see me. That is almost presciently accurate. Yeah. 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 This is this is your alone, moderately enjoyable shame food. Yep. Yep. Exactly. All right. There's only one thing left. Only one thing left. Oh boy. So what we have here for our dessert, gentle readers, we had we had the option of going with what was it? Strawberry shortcake funnel cake. It was strawberry funnel cake roll bite things. But like 
we've done that we've before. Been there. We had a lot of bites. Yeah, we've had a lot of bites. And we already had a weirdly shaped thing today. <laughs> so instead, we decided to go a little different direction here. Sour Patch Kids Watermelon Ice Pops. Naturally and artificially flavored. Sour, then sweet. Woohoo! Woohoo! Um, they're just little popsicles that are like Sour Patch Kid branded. Nothing um, about them is shaped like a child, though. No, not at all. Also, on the front, there's a there's a little Sour Patch Kid who's been poorly photoshopped to look like he's holding. Oh yeah. Onto yeah. the thing, but it just it just sort of breaks your brain, kind of like yeah, an MC Escher painting. I thought a that bit. his arm was like coming open and leaking some sort of. <laughs> what is he cardboard underneath? Is Sour he just like gummy skin over like a cardboard frame? Is that what's happening here? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh my not, goodness. He's supposed to be holding the stick. What? This is the smallest ingredients list ever. Really? <laughs> yeah. All right. You ready? I'm excited. That, uh, I think that we've had on the show. Water. Okay. Cane sugar. Okay. Citric acid. Uh-huh. Natural and artificial flavors. Malic acid. Guar and xanthan gum. And then a list of three different dyes. Wow. That is very short. What is that, it, like eight things? That's it. Yeah. One, two, three, four, seven. Plus three dyes. Speaking of colors and dyes, gentle readers, visit the, the Twitter or the Instagram. One of the two will have a picture of the comparison. On the packaging, it's like watermelon, right? So it's like bright pink and green and it's all kind of swirled together and cool and whatever. Yeah. In reality, it's uh, the the it's color is less watermelon of a bright out of pink. a blender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The green is still pretty green, but the pink is um, it's a it's it's almost like a flesh toned. Yeah, but not like, like the outside, like skin, like like inside flesh. Yeah, if toned. you took the picture on the box and turn down the contrast and turn down the saturation and uh-huh. everything just got like pale and less well-defined yep and then you end up with this sort of like sickly greenish pinkish yeah this looks like pale and poor definition that's that's uh, us in a 90s cartoon this would be in like a a scientist's vial and it'd yeah. be like super toxic poison or something yeah Totally. This weird, like, mutant green and, like, pinkish mixture. Mm-hmm. Like, like oh, a... no, the toxic ooze is spilling into whatever. Mm-hmm. Only the mutant Ninja Turtles can save us. <laughs> and then they did. Yeah. Or, like, in a fantasy sequence of, of, of a Rugrats episode, maybe? I think we're about to eat the secret of the ooze. Hey! Yeah. I hope that I turn into a crime-fighting rabbit. Okay. What do you be? Uh, like a badger. Yeah. All right. We, Aya and I were making up our Pokemon versions. Oh yeah. Of ourselves. Uh huh. Um, and she was uh, a bird that said papaya. <laughs> and I was like a That's a so little horrible. like warthog. Uh huh. And it said dope 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 dope. <laughs> and we figured out that. She would probably ride around on my back, and oh yeah, I would just like tromp through the forest, and I'd be like scrounging for garbage, and she would just like eat stuff that I found. That's amazing. Yeah, it was really fun. I want to see that. Yeah, so maybe I'll turn into like the dope, dope, dope. Uh I guess dope, dope is the name of the Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, dope, dope. Yeah, and papaya. Dope, dope, and papaya. Mm. So let me know if you think of a Pokemon for yourself. Yeah. Ponder on that one. Yeah, I came with that with that one pre-prepared. So that's good. I don't expect you to have one. Yeah, it's really the the key for me. Yeah, to break it into it was like, what word would you be fine with being the only word you ever said for the rest of your life? Oh, that's that's your break-in point right there. Uh, I'll have to think about that one. Yeah, think about it while we eat these popsicles. Slurping. Do you taste the sour at all? No, not really. Mm. I thought I almost did for a second, and then it went away. Yeah. It just tastes like a really cheap fruit popsicle. Yeah. 
Uh huh. Does not taste like watermelon to me. Mine appears to have a growth on it. Where? Where? The little white spot. Oh yeah. You do have a little white spot on there. Huh. Wonder what that is. Yeah, me too. What's going on there? I'm gonna eat it though. Eat it. See if you die. Uh huh. It's basically the premise of this whole podcast. <laughs> Uh-huh. Experiments and mortality. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it's just a popsicle. Yeah, it's just a popsicle. Mm-hmm. I don't really like popsicles. Yeah, the flavor is fairly mild. Mm-hmm. And the colors are weird. Mm-hmm. And besides that, it's fine. Yeah. The flavor's kind of like a watermelon Jolly Rancher, a little bit. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, that sort of candy watermelon flavor. It's like how sour apple doesn't taste like sour apples, but there is a distinct mm-hmm. recognizable sour. This has like the fake watermelon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't taste like a real watermelon at all type of, type of flavor. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So where do we put it? On a scale of popsicles to popsicles, it's a popsicle. Uh, we can do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we, though? Because, like... <sighs> Favorite popsicle. Orange creamsicle. Oh, yes. The only correct answer. Obviously. Ho- because it's a popsicle and an ice cream bar. Both. Yeah. And they're so delicious. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put that at the top. Mm-hmm. Although, have you been to Seattle Pops? No. So Seattle Pops started as this like farmer's market exclusive kind of thing. Like mm. they just would set up at various farmer's markets. Uh-huh. And they got a real pop popular. pop shop. <laughs> hey! Yep. <laughs> and now they're on 45th over by Stone. Hmm. And they're really good popsicles. And they have a bunch of cream cream-based popsicles, nice. which are basically like ice cream bar popsicles. And what's awesome is when you buy them, you can get them dipped in Theo's chocolate. Oh shit. It's so good. Okay, let's put that at the top then. They that sounds like, amazing. Yeah. They have a a strawberries and cream popsicle. That's got like real strawberry chunks in it. Nice. And then get that dipped in the dark Theo's chocolate. Shit, mm. bro. So good. Shit, bro. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fruit based. So I'm going to say that that's a loud ball on the scale. Mm-hmm. Maybe skip the dip because mm-hmm. this yeah. is not related to chocolate anyway. True. True. So an orange creamsicle or a strawberries and cream. Fancy one. Seattle pop. Seattle pop. Yep. And where's the, where's our bottom here? Did you ever, when you were a kid, try to make a popsicle out of soda? I'm trying to remember if we did. I did. It doesn't work. Mm. It just kind of turns into a slush. Not super great. You end up having to drink it. Right. Okay, that's a pretty good. I was thinking, uh, like, when you leave ice cubes in the freezer for too long and they get, like, kind of sublimated and they shrink and mm. there's just like random junk on top of them mm-hmm. like little black specks and like garbage mm-hmm. just like eating those really really old ass ice cubes mm-hmm. that's my bottom fair yeah i'd say that using the ancient ice covered in shit as the bottom <laughs> <laughs> and using the seattle pops at the top Psst. uh <laughs> Uh, I'd say the failure to make homemade Mountain Dew popsicles is like at like at thirty percent. Okay, I'd put this at like at forty five. Okay, so just over. Just over. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. I would I'd put it maybe like a fifty because mm-hmm. it's not terrible. It's mm-hmm. not great. Mm-hmm. It is just the mediocreest popsicle I may have ever eaten. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that, it gets a fifty percent. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. Shall we um, calorie corner it? Yeah, let's tally it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I fucking love that jangle. Yay. <laughs> it's great. I'm so glad you like it. Uh, it's, it's, it's really good. All right. So this one might be a low score for us. I keep reminding myself that we... Went to the dollar store. Right. That's why. We only paid a dollar for each of these things, so there's not going to be much in them. So, that said, uh, the Arizona nachos, were that was technically a two-serving container. So, with one serving, 
of Arizona nachos. Two servings of the guacamole-style dip. There's eight servings in it. We ate about half of it total. That seems fair, yeah. Yeah. And one half package of mushroom and cheese bites and a single ice pop. Our grand total comes to a mere 470 calories. Wow. Yeah. Not much. Not much. That's that's like a regular lunch. Uh, To get a peek behind the curtain, gentle readers, uh, Ben could see that there was little food here and uh, he came prepared for a regular episode so he knew he would be hungry throughout so i offered him some death pizza what is death pizza glad you asked very glad you asked uh death pizza is um part of the reason why i do this show it's one of those trash foods that i made as a um college student and afterwards and into well into my adulthood where i didn't learn until i think i was a sophomore junior in college that when you buy frozen pizza you can put stuff on it yep like i learned this and it blew my mind (laughs) so i would just throw things on it all the time and i would just just take my little like three dollar frozen pizza from the store and i would add a half a pound of sausage and olives and pineapple and extra cheese so much extra cheese it was great so my wife's out of town this weekend and i was home alone so i made myself a death pizza uh and it was super good you might remember Gentle readers, our calorie count for this entire meal, 470 calories. Calorie count for one slice of death pizza. One slice being These one These were sixth. not particularly big slices either. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like three or four inches long mm-hmm. and like three and a half inches wide. Like not mm-hmm. big. I like to cut my frozen pizzas into sixths. I feel like they're, they're a decent size, but mm-hmm. manageable. 446 calories. Yep. <laughs> Meaning that if you, and so if you drizzle a little bit of ranch dressing on top of that, that's 74 calories a tablespoon. So if you take some death pizza, put some ranch dressing on it, that's a, that's about 50 calories more than the entirety <laughs> of the trash food meal that we just consumed. Once again, proving... <laughs> Both to the readers and to ourselves. (laughs) That we truly are garbage people, as the trashiest food that we have on the show is often something that we We just already had. Already had. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Best and worst. Okay. I mean, the best, the best is the mushroom bites, right? Okay, yeah. Like, that's just the best, I think. I'd say the worst was the rip it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, tell me more about that. Um, the rip it was the furthest away from the tolerable average mm. for me. Mm-hmm. Like, the nachos weren't good. Mm-hmm. But they weren't bad enough that they were like a standard deviation from mm. acceptable. Mm-hmm. The rip it was like, it's not a hard thing to make. And you did a real sloppy job. Mm-hmm. Nachos also not hard to make. Yeah. But, okay. Okay. I see it. Like that's that's where I land. Yeah. Like, like they put effort into these nachos. They didn't do a good job. Effort though? Effort? I... I'm impressed that they made chips that didn't get soggy in the microwave. That's true. That is that, impressive. That's some food science witchery. That's true. The cheese that's was true. way too salty, mm-hmm. but it was fine, and I ate it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rip it was just bad. Yeah. It was just not good. Yeah. And I've had a lot of energy drinks, and all of them were better than this. Yeah. Huh. My worst was the uh, the nacho cheese, specifically. Yeah. Like, the nachos as a whole... Yeah, they're fine. But that cheese, man. Mm. That's fair. 
Mm. Jesus, a little rough. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. All right. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today on Trash Food for Garbage People. Uh-huh. We have been your garbage people. Yep. And we, we had a sign-off for a second, didn't we? Did we? I thought we did. I think the only thing we ever said was, this is our sign-off line. <laughs> it was obviously very memorable, whatever it was that we did. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Anyway, this has been another wonderful episode of Trash Food for Garbage People. Thank you for listening to it. The sleepiest episode we've so, ever done. So sleepy. And... <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> Trash Food for Garbage People is a Hawthorne Effects Network production in association with Bob's and Dugnut Butt Chugging Bug Guts. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit. Just send us some weird food. It's not, I mean, come on. You're making us do all the work here. And at the end of the episode, got eaten by a pterodactyl. <laughs> Because she got sprayed with barbecue sauce, I think, was the reason. Everybody knows pterodactyls love barbecue sauce. Yeah, totally. That's their whole thing. The Hawthorne Effect Network! <laughs>